0: Welcome everyone, we are about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayez number 188. We're going to continue a little bit in regards to yesterday's sheer, regarding to the healthy um, attitude towards physical intimacy and sexual aspects of the marriage in general. Another thing that's important to know is that it's true that good emotional intimacy, when couples have that, doesn't necessarily always guarantee that you'll automatically have good physical intimacy. Sometimes that has to be worked on individually and separately as well. You have many couples that they get along beautifully and they have an emotional connection and they're very deep and they still sometimes struggle on the physical intimate aspects of it. And for those couples, they could use that good emotional intimacy to work towards helping each other in regards to making each other as comfortable and as satisfied as fa- possible in regards to their physical intimacy as well but one thing is clear if you lack the healthy emotional intimacy that does contribute contribute a lot to to put it plainly to bad sex or no sex emotional intimacy is crucial for that if one of them Certainly, both of them. But if one of them even is unfair in the way they treat the other, ungenerous, um, and uh, selfish, and so on and so forth, it's guaranteed pretty much that the physical sexual intimacy will also be not satisfying, and very um, will create a lot of resentment between the two. So it's clear that the first step to good, healthy. Physical sexual intimacy is really to have good emotional intimacy. And another aspect again here, and we're not going to be graphic or anything like that, but in general, we're going to talk. It's important to have open discussions with one another, to tell your husband or wife what you want, even though the conversation could sometimes be difficult, sometimes be somewhat painful for you. And again, we talked about why it's not a lack of if It's only between husband and wife privately. And it could, it could remove a lot of hurt, a lot of misconceptions by being open and honest with each other in a very sensitive, open, kind way. And because sometimes, and again, um, I'm going to be very careful not to be Graphic here. Well, just, I'll we'll go through later when I need to. But the main point here is sometimes one of them or both of them make some, I'll put in quotes, mistakes, or they do certain things during intimacy where the other one does not like it or finds it distasteful or just gets annoyed with it, but they never say anything. And, um, Sometimes people have a natural gift to be attuned and understand what the husband or wife needs, and they're they in tune to their desires, they're attuned to the rhythm of their, you know, physical um, drives. But at the same time, it's unrealistic to assume that all couples naturally have that. And they're very, very good, well-meaning people, and there are a lot of very good, well-meaning couples that have wonderful emotional intimacy, that are menschlich to each other, that love each other. Nevertheless, when it comes to the physical intimate realm, it takes time, or it takes communication to get aligned with one another. And very often, uh, uh, let's just give you an example, go both ways, but a wife would not um, express what their real authentic desires are, and um, they may decide for themselves it's just better to get it over with or better not to, you know, it's, it's too much effort or too much embarrassment that I have to, or too much uncomfortableness, self-consciousness, that it's not even worth trying. So just go through the motions, get over with it. Meanwhile, he senses it. She really is not satisfied either because you figure why hurt anyone's feelings and um, and um, just just let it go. And the truth is, of course, it's one shouldn't hurt anyone's feelings. But very often, to solve a problem, you need to communicate with one another. And it's very often you by erroneously think that your partner, your husband or wife, they're not teachable. And as you you make up in your mind, they're doing it wrong, they won't change, this is the way they are, they've been doing this for years... And there's nothing I could do about it. And very often that's the very wrong conclusion. Sometimes defensiveness comes in the picture. People are very, very sensitive to their, especially this is a very vulnerable um part of life. And if uh whether the husband or wife feels inadequate in their mind, not because the other one said anything or feels that way, they get very defensive and um you know, and you're worried if you communicate, you're going to basically be telling your husband that he, he's bad at this or your wife that you're bad at this, and it ends up being a fight. But the truth is, there's a way to express it to each other to become very mature. Very mature, very nuanced, very sensitive to each other that you don't get hurt by it. To to, to, to The other way around, you actually learn and grow with each other in these in these areas, just like in every other area in life. And the truth is, is if you could train yourself, why is this so important? Because if you could train yourself to talk about between yourselves, again, privately, in your own bedroom, in the privacy of your own home, again, it's only for you and your wife and for no one else, you and your husband no one else, but if you learn to go through this process of having open communication and trial and error and working through it, then that helps work through all areas in life, other things also. and it's I know it's a sensitive thing. Sometimes a wife may say something to the husband in a nice way about what she didn't like or doesn't like, and to do something a little differently, and the husband may feel hurt initially, that she felt irritated or 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 that she wasn't satisfied about certain things till now, and vice versa. But very often, in a mature couple, you overcome those hurts, and you say, okay, let me learn. And then you try, and then you encourage each other. This is better. That's better. I appreciate it. And we're getting there. Again, I'm not being graphic here. There's no point in that right now, but everyone for themselves knows what I'm talking about. To be patient with one another, to be forgiving if if there was mistakes, that you knew about or didn't know about, and the changes, like everything else, there's a scratch, there's a change. You start again, you try again. It's no, it's, it's an avodas Hashem like any other avodas Hashem, it's no different. It sounds uh, unusual for those hearing this for the first time, but it's like everything else. You daven, you want to daven Ehrlich, it doesn't work well, you try something different, you try to be mechadish yourself and try again and again, and you keep on doing that and you don't give up. And the same thing with all aspects of marriage outside the bedroom. But in the bedroom, same thing. You work towards each other, you help each other. You try to say, you know, there's bumps in the roads, we'll work through it. It's very important to do that. And um, and it makes no. Here's another point which I want to say also, in a very vague way, but you'll understand what I'm saying. It's not common where a husband and wife both experience at the same time, or even in the same night, or even in the same period of time, mutually intimate moments or mutual set physical sexual satisfaction or emotional intimate satisfaction in the bedroom at the same time or at the same moment. You need to be realistic about that too. Which means like this. People have in their heads these fantasies of the real good sex or good physical intimacy is when you're both like on a sort of a high, when your souls feel like one mamish, and you're always, you know, like your mamish feel like one and And of course, every couple could get to that, and the Hashem help and the Hashem does help that with Sita deshmaya, a couple reaches that point and 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 it gets to be more often, hopefully. But the bottom line is there's a realistic expectation when it comes to that, and it's no different than any other thing in life. Lahavdol makes no difference. You know sometimes you have a great job that you're happy with. You have bad days at work. You have good days at work. You have days that are very hard to daven, days that are easier to daven. Some Shabbosim go smooth and beautiful. Other Shabbosim are are challenged to feel that Shabbos kite. And the same thing with Yom and Tavim. Everyone knows if they're honest with themselves. They love, let's say, Sukkos. It's a very high experience for them, but they know years fluctuate, some years were higher than others, even young Kippers. not every needle is the same, not every uh, Pesach Seder is the same, there's ups and downs, ups and downs, and if that applies to everything in life it's unrealistic to think that it doesn't apply to the physical intimate aspects of it so if if the couple is in the physical intimate situation where they're working with each other, and and there's a tkufa, a period of time, or whatever it is, where the husband feels the warmth and in, they're, they're into it and the, and the wife is having a hard time connecting. And sometimes it's the other way around. The wife feels they're into it and they're attuned. And the, and, the, and the husband, because of stress or other reasons, is not. Or they're both not. And it takes effort and it's just, you know, it's just not clicking the way they would want to cl- it to click. No reason to get frustrated. You still love each other you still keep on trying, you do the best you can, and you have a realistic expectation, that's also Mayim, and Hashem will help, that you'll have those good experiences, but never put pressure on yourself, or on your spouse, or together, never feel pressured, to assume that you always have to be, mutually in that intimate space, all the time, every situation, it doesn't work like that in real life, and to when you remove that unrealistic expectation, you could learn to relax, you could learn to be human, you could learn to relate to each other in a relaxed way, non-threatening way, a non-pressured way, and that's how you enjoy the sexual relationship. Where you don't have that high, crazy, real, real, uh, unrealistic expectation that you always have to be a billion percent satisfied, or that you always have to have an orgasm, or you always have to have a certain degree of whatever level of pleasure that you think you're going to have. There has to be a realism there, a recognition that life is life. It's not always going to work like that, but you don't withdraw from each other because of those issues. You don't withdraw from each other, even if there's a period of time where neither of you seem to be enjoying it that much because of stress, it's because of other factors, whatever the reason is, you keep on working through it, you keep on trying, you don't give up, just like any other part of life that you don't give up, we talk about an other shiurim, and we don't neglect it, the outside of the bedroom stuff, all of the areas, the the gashmias, everything, all of it, you work through it, this is no different, it's no less important, it's even more important. Yes, it's something that you can't talk about in public shiurim about. It's not something that you're going to hear, uh, you know, Svarim talk about it that much or or, or, or on, um, you know, wherever it is. It's just because it's a private matter and it makes sense that it's supposed to be private. But it's important no less than the public stuff. But it's private, so it has to stay private. But in the privacy, there has to be that open communication And the understanding of a realistic approach to one another. To risk the vulnerability of being vulnerable to one another. You know, I don't like this. I never told you this. It's my own, you know, know, responsibility for that. I'd rather you do this other thing. And let's try this. Let's not try that. I feel uncomfortable with this, but I'll be more comfortable with that. Or I was embarrassed till now to tell you how much I would enjoy this. And and now I'm being open with you that I really would enjoy this. And what are you worried about? If the other one is mature, they're not going to think any less of you. Khalilah. They're not going to think... Um, and that's very important, by the way. What's important is, for both of them, husband and wife, both of them, when you share these things with one another in a private way, you're being very vulnerable to each other. So it's very hard. And it's hard not to feel hurt when you think you're going to get a, a reaction. So if, let's say, your husband confides in you or your wife confides in you about something in the physical, intimate aspects of it of what they would normally feel very embarrassed about what they feel they need or what they want or what they're nervous about, it takes emotional maturity not to khalila ever 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 make light of that but to take it seriously to take it with sensitivity and realize that it was hard for your husband to open up to you about what they really need and what they really care about and it's very hard for your wife to express to you what that makes them scared or what that makes them feel good and believe it or not, it works that way too. The vulnerability goes both ways. People are not just vulnerable and scared about telling things that are embarrassing or that hurt them. They're also embarrassed and they hold back from things that would cause them tremendous amount of pleasure. They think, they'll think, they think if a wife, for example, wants certain things and she's afraid to tell her husband that because her husband she 'll think that her husband will think that she is being very selfish or being a, a prostitute or something or, or 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 uh you know what got into her that she wants this type of thing, and vice versa too, and you have to realize that there's all normal human feelings, normal human emotions, and Khlu to think any less of your husband or your wife when they finally decide they 're going to be honest with each other and open with each other about what they really want and what they really need in the physical, intimate aspect. And they trust you with that. It's a matter of trust. They need to feel safe. And when they know that you're never going to make fun of them, you're never going to look down on them. You're not going to think that uh, uh, any worse or less of them when they're expressing a desire that they have or a vulnerability that they have. That is what trust is about. That is where the love is. That is where the safest place is for husband and wife. And that really creates that intimacy. It's not just the physical, sexual aspect of it. It's the trust and the vulnerability that they give of one another as they're expressing these things is what creates that closeness. Have a wonderful day.